Blog Talk Radio. Hi, everybody. Welcome to another edition of the Bird Brains. I'm Ken Dunnick, former tight end for the Eagles and Stars, and along with my partner, Mark Eckel, formerly of the Trenton Times and NJ.com. And we're going to dissect another surprising weekend in the NFL. Mark, before we get started, I just want to remind everybody that this podcast is brought to you by Jersey Man and Philly Man Magazine. If you'd like information on our private business network we call the Legacy Club, please give me a call at 856-912-4007 or email ken at jerseymanmagazine.com. So, Mark, little did we know we'd be talking about the division-leading Philadelphia (laughs) Eagles this week in a year of 2020 that nothing seems to surprise me. This might be right up there at the top. Yeah, it does. And, and, And guess what? Uh, the NFC, I mean, I was wrong about. I thought the Cowboys would, you know, look like the best team to me, and I figured, all right, you know, they played a couple of tough teams. Well, well, you lose at home. To, I mean, Cleveland's better than, than they were. Let's, let's, let's be honest there. But um, what is going be, on with the cow? What's going on with the Cowboys' defense? Though? They I can't that, talk it's Eagles awesome. here, but I mean, no, it's, it's just awesome. it's amazing, right? Because they can score. The Cowboys can score points now. Mm-hmm. We've seen them score, but they can't stop anything. So. If you can't stop the other team, it's hard to win. Yeah, of course, um, they're dealing with a new regime there in the Mike McCartney era. Yeah, and uh, still, and uh, Nolan, Nolan is, the, is the defensive coordinator. He's had some spotty success in the league. Of course, his father was a head coach for years in the NFL. But uh, very, very surprised. Let's not hold any pity parties for the Cowboys. Oh, no, no, no. Yeah, no what I'm saying is yes. it's, it's the NFC East. It's <laughs> – it's anybody's game. I mean, here to winless and early, but a game or so back. I mean, it's good. <laughs> so the, Giants, the Eagles, the Cowboys is weak, and the Eagles lose to the Steelers. It's all like uh, it makes me dizzy even to think about it. But so you know, I've been wrong every week. I, I thought the Eagles <laughs> would beat Washington handily. I thought it was a great comeback mode uh, against the Rams. I thought they'd perform well at home. They did not. Uh, they lose the or they tie the following yeah, week to Cincinnati. Now they go into the defending NFC champion, San Francisco 49ers. Now, albeit they are beat up. They don't have their quarterback. And you know, Nick, Nick, Nick Bosa's out. I mean, they're, they're nicked up as well, not to the extent that the Eagles are. We'll, we'll discuss that too. But, you know, I just thought it was a tough spot for them. But I learned a lesson. And uh, I get reminded of this uh, a lot, especially by the Eagles under Doug Peterson, who have fought through more injuries uh, for any regime that that I can ever remember, is that just because you don't recognize the guy's name on the jersey doesn't mean they can't play at a high level. And these guys are in the league for a reason. There's a process that you go through, uh, and it's the top 1,600 players in the world playing in the NFL. And just because you haven't heard of them or they don't have much of a resume doesn't mean they can't compete on the big stage. And I think the Eagles team showed that uh, this week. I'm surprised you 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 of all people should well I know, know that. I was I was a no name but I was pretty people. proud I was proud of myself right but right. I know you get you get caught up in it you get caught up in the yeah, oh they're missing this too. guy and missing that guy and woe is me and you know character guys uh, seem to come through and I, I guess Doug's a character guy for sure and hopefully the players are because that that was a pretty impressive win yeah and it was and like you said San Francisco was. Probably just as banged up um, in terms of. See, I learned this about the NFL. It all it as just fifty three guys on the team, right? And forty eight drafts now. And all, but guess what? It, it generally comes down to the quarterback. It really does. Most games, the quarterback who plays better, his team wins. 
And Carson Wentz played a lot better than Nick Mullins. What 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 in the world? Nick Mullins, who had a pretty good week, uh, well, his first right. week. I think, that tells, I think that tells yeah. me. Yeah, that's nine. true. That's true. But he was just dreadful. 18 I mean, Beathard came in. Yeah, the, the three terrible turnovers. Yeah, Beathard came in and actually lit it up, which, uh, you know, we can Scared, talk a little yeah. bit about Jim Schwartz's, you know, play at safe defense. I mean, they were a pass away from stealing right. that game. And, you know, Schwartz just backing up. Uh, he made uh, C.J. Beathard look like an all-star. That's what I'm saying. And Beathard's not a, you know, he's, he's well, he was better than Mullins, obviously, the other night. But, um, yeah, but, I mean, I'm, it was a, it's a good win. It's, it's, a, it's a win. And that's all that matters. They don't ask mm-hmm. you how. They ask you how, how, how many. And, you know, it's, it's, but there's, don't think, okay, all the problems are solved now. Oh, no, no. Francisco, they, well, you know, here, here's the next problem. They're playing at Pittsburgh, okay, who right. had a week off and is one of the yep. best defenses in the league. But we'll, we'll talk a little bit about Wentz here. Pedestrian numbers for the most part, 18 for 28, 193 yards, one TD, one interception. And, again, it was a tip ball. We talked a little bit about this last week of how, you know, he's got to avoid the pass rush. He's tall. He's a tall guy himself, but – these tall guys that are coming in, he's got to be able to sidearm that ball a little bit more. And, you know, one got tipped and picked. But, you know, lo and behold, the Eagles had a, a couple of uh, a couple of turnovers. When's the last time that happened? Yeah. Well, if they play Nick Mullins every week, they'll keep it. <laughs> but I thought, you know, getting back to Wentz, yeah, the numbers don't jump out at you. But I thought he, just watching the game, I thought he, he may, I mean, like you said, he was playing with, Guys that aren't that he's not used to playing with, the offensive line for the most part they did. I mean they didn't they didn't embarrass themselves, but he was under a lot of pressure. He he made plays with his legs Sunday night that that he used to do. He looked like the Carson Wentz that came out of North Dakota State his first couple of years when he did things. He where, where he made he made something out of nothing. There were a couple of plays where it looked like it's a sack. He's going down. He, he, or, you know, throw. No, he avoided pressure, hit some plays. That's what, that's what they need. That's what they yeah. need from him. They need him well, to make plays, and he well, made plays. He, you know, he is an athletic guy. He's a competitor. He actually got some pretty good wheels when he's healthy. He, yes. he tucked it and ran a few times. It was pretty impressive. And he, and I he made think a big one, pass to the kid who, whose name I don't know. Fulham. <laughs> yeah, Fulham. <laughs> well, there's a lot of those guys, but um, – you know, I, I, you know, and I was also impressed with uh, Malata, the guy that replaced Jason yeah. Peters on the left side. You know, he's a big body, and you know, he didn't really get undressed. Now they helped him a little bit out with some yeah. slide coverages and some backs in there, but for the most part, I thought he played pretty well. You know, like I guess the offensive line. It was a mig- I mean, Lane was was coming in and out of the game. That, oh yeah, yeah. And that, how how'd you feel when he went out in the first quarter? <laughs> it was like, a, here right. we go again, right? I mean, so it, and, and and sometimes and, and you would notice better than I, but like sometimes when a guy's going in and out, and it, it just messes up the kind. Like sometimes I, not Lane Johnson because he's so much better than the other guys, but you don't like, just stay out sometimes. You know, let's let's leave these five in and see what we got because that kind. I think the one the one spot on the field where continuity means the most is your offensive line. Right? No question. No question. So, and they keep moving guys around. Guards are moving here. They got left guard, right guard. I mean, is, I think Kelsey, is Kelsey the only guy to play all five games or four games? I believe he is. I would have to double check on that, but it sounds At the right. same spot. Anyway. At the same yeah. spot. Because you know, oh, they, yeah. they moved the one guy he was a left guard and he was a right guard. Yeah. Moving guys. Peters was a guard and he was a tackle. Now he's on IR. I mean, yeah. well, I, um, well, what, what's up with that? 
Peter's going on IR. Now I know you're not in his I'm corner. Sure. Now, how about the? I don't know if uh, if the Eagles think they're working for the White House with some disinformation, but sure. the Eagles they initially say he was tired. Okay, that's why he came out of the game. He was visibly limping off the field. Right. So I don't know who they think they're trying to kid with that. And then he develops a foot injury and he gets put on IR within a matter of days. I mean, it seems kind of odd to me, but uh, he, played poor, he played poorly against the Bengals. I, I think right. Milata held up well. Yeah, Peters, I mean, that's like I said, I didn't want them to see them bring him back. I mean, it's, it's a name. Like, he's, like That's a perfect example of yes. just because you've heard of Jason Peters and you never heard of, some, of Jordan Milata. Guess what? Today? As we speak today, yep. I'd rather yep. have the kid. Yeah, I, I agree. I'm not talking um, career. Now, Jason Peters is is a future Hall of Famer, and this kid might not play five years. Who knows? But today, I'd rather have the kid. I mean, he's just a better player right now. Mm-hmm. You look at the Eagles' list of injuries. We'll go through them quickly. Of course, Brandon Brooks, he tears his Achilles before the season starts. Andre Dillard is supposed to start a left angle tackle. He's out. Peters, Dallas Goddard, the backup tight end, really a starter with they play so many two tight end sets. Monte Maddox is out for the game. Deshaun Jackson, who better get on the field soon. I mean, I can't see him uh, sticking around much longer no, if he doesn't no. eventually start to Another play. One. Jalen Rager, you know, first rounder, yeah, is out with a thumb injury. Oh. Alshon Jeffrey hasn't gotten on the field yet this year. In uh, the current day, D.B. Cooper, who's known as J.J. Arcega-Whiteside here because he's the missing person, he's out again with, with a hamstring. I mean, it's just amazing to me. We talked a little bit about this last week, how these guys didn't play any preseason games, don't really hit in training camp, and so many people are injured. And I think it's because they don't get in hitting shape, really. Uh, it's, uh, yeah, cause it's not, the Eagles is a team that we're talking about and focusing on. and Yeah, they have a laundry list. But if you look around the league, it's, it's every team. I mean, it's, it's you know, and it's a lot of the soft tissue stuff, hamstrings, groins. Now, broke in a guy breaks his leg. That that can happen. That just happens. Football's a violent game. Guys do get hurt. But a lot of these, you know, like I said, the the, the soft tissue type things. It's from not being, not doing anything. I can say not doing anything, but not being ready to play when the when the season started. Yeah. And they and nobody. I can't. I don't think any team was really. I mean, how how, how could you be? With you the couldn't. The, the you couldn't. Know? Because the, no, no the, the union mandates, program. you don't hit that much in the in the in preseason camp, and then no preseason games. Yeah, I got to give Doug a little bit of credit. He tried to run the ball against San Francisco twenty eight times. Uh, they had a twelve yard loss, so he wound up with less than a hundred yards. But there was, seemed to be a renewed emphasis on the running game, especially early. Did you notice that? Oh yeah, and and they had to. I mean, for for two reasons. One, with the new offensive line. I don't think you you wanted to just come out and throw fifty times, and again, like you know, you're you're you want the ball in your best people's hands, right? So so Wentz has it sometimes, and he ran well, like we said. And then Sanders was probably is not probably Sanders was was your most explosive option Sunday night. Mm-hmm. So you want the ball in his hands, yeah. um, you know. Listen, the kid Fogan made a great play, and other guys step, stepped up, and that's why they won the game. But you don't want them to be your your go-to guys, you know what I'm saying? Well, I'll tell you so, what, the go-to guy right now is Greg Ward. 
Yeah, you yeah. know, he, he's coming up big. He's making some clutch catches. Um, I don't know if they tried to take Ertz out of the equation. I, I, yes. assumed, that, oh, I assumed that they did, so he wasn't much of a he factor. Was doubled, but... He was doubled the whole night. And, and, and you're, that, that's a smart play about the 49ers. Of course, sure. they're going to you know, let – if Travis Fulgham beats me and Greg Ward beats me, okay, but I'm not letting Zach Ertz beat me. Yeah, you know? Greg, Greg Ward, of course, an ex-quarterback in college, but he's a competitor – he seems to get open, and he makes the clutch catch. So I, I think he's playing real well. He's he played he's well last really, year. He's establishing himself as a, as a full-blown NFL receiver. Let's talk a little bit about what the Eagles have coming up, and it's not pretty. The next week they're at Pittsburgh, and then they play Baltimore at home. Uh, luckily, following that, they play the New York Giants at home, and if that's not a win, we can kiss the season goodbye, and then uh, they play the Cowboys. So, a uh, tough matchup, but yeah, Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh you know, tough. I mean, oh yeah, I mean, um, they're, the Steelers, and like you said, they're coming off a bye because of the Tennessee having problems, so they had, they gave the Steelers the week off. So that, that that's never it's it's never good play. They, the Steelers have had two weeks to get ready for the Eagles. Uh, Roethlisberger is off to a nice start. He's he's healthy. Yeah, he um, looks good. He's got he has some weapons around him. Juju Schuster. Mm-hmm. Is a is a very very good wide receiver. They're going to have their hands full with with him. Yeah, but their their um, deep their defense is nasty yeah. though, man. Well, I mean, they, they get after you. They oh, get they after sure do. It's it's the old it's, it's the old Steelers again. It's the it's Blitzburg, right? Mm-hmm. They're they're coming after the quarterback. They have fifteen sacks in three games. That's yep. that's a lot. And and nine different guys have sacks. So it's not like well, we, this one guy has you know he has eight of the fifteen. So we got to just you know double him. No. Nine different guys have sacks, so they don't know. You don't know where it's coming from. They have, right. uh, their, their safeties will come. They they do corner blitzes. They they come from inside, outside. So Eagles offensive line, um, and we said they they played well last week. They're going to have their hands full today. And and I would you know I would run the ball a little more. I would, I would try to establish that run early uh, this week as well, just to slow down that 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 yeah. Steeler pass rush. And then they have Baltimore, who's a, a top-notch team. They probably play two of the three best AFC teams in a row the next two weeks, obviously leaving out Kansas City. But um, so, you know, at least, you know, we're, we're going to play some meaningful football here. To start the season 0-3-1, and you know, if it wasn't for the NFC East being so inept, then it may be the worst division in the history of pro football. And I know look uh, up. Hey, listen. We got 20 seconds left. Yeah. Okay. Why don't, you tell, why don't you tell everybody what you're doing this weekend? Uh, I got a little something going on Friday. I'm yeah. Getting married. You're getting married. Getting married on Friday. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> well, that's a big deal. We, we wish yep. you well, Mark. Obviously, Thank and uh, we'll uh, we'll touch base next week. Thanks everybody for joining us for the Bird Brains, and we will talk later. Take care. All right.